Welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. about um, total immersion and today the last day of the month and the last Sunday in this month I want to talk about to, to um, close up this total immersion series the Holy Spirit is here that's what I titled the message. I, I, I always give a title to a message based on what I see happen in the in the service. Um, so most of the time the Lord just shows me a picture of of how he wants the service to be and then I just describe the service. So most of the time my title is a description of the service. The Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is here. Glory to God. Deliberately change the atmosphere um, wherever you find yourself deliberately when you step into a room you step into an environment and you sense a particular kind of atmosphere there deliberately and consciously do something to change it what do you change it into you might ask you change it into the atmosphere that you feel God wants to be in that space, in that room, in that environment. You get to your office and you find everybody's just gloomy. Everybody's just, everybody's just um, looking somehow. And then, you know, you can sense the energy in an environment. You know that? You can, you can feel that energy. The energy of the environment, you can feel it. When you step into a place, you can actually feel the energy in that environment. There's someone I used to call. Um, I, I, he's a friend of mine. He's a pastor friend of mine. I call him just to say hello sometime. But I notice that each time I call, I get to sense this atmosphere of, you know, Hey, we are doing the work of the Lord. I'm, I don't get the excitement. I don't get the charge. Okay, how are you doing? I'm fine. We thank the Lord. I mean, I don't need that. I don't need that. So, each time I call him, when I realize that, when I call him, I quickly take charge of the phone, of the conversation. Hey, how are you doing, sir? Oh, how great. You know, I change my tone and make it exciting. There are certain people like that because what happens is you, when you allow people or the environment to determine your own environment, it begins to affect your output. It begins to affect your productivity. It begins to affect the things that come out of you. It begins to affect it. So anytime you step into a place, you get into an environment, first of all, you have to be conscious that you are carrying something. 
that you are carrying a presence. You have to be conscious that there's something on you. Such that you don't want that thing contaminated. So you step into a place. You, you see the way the atmosphere is there. And you sense that everything is just dull. And everybody's just moody. Immediately take charge. If you don't, what happens is that the energy of that environment becomes your reality. It becomes the same energy you carry. Have you ever spoken to certain people over the phone and after you finish speaking with them, you are just sad? You just had a conversation and after you finish speaking with them, you don't know, you just... That's, that's energy. It's transferred. So rather than allow the energy of the environment to dictate how you move, how you walk, how you operate... You determine how your you you I mean you it's like it's like an umbrella. You hold an umbrella. You know that if it's raining here and I have an umbrella, everywhere I go with that umbrella, I'm covered, right? But it's raining. So somebody can be outside my umbrella space and he's feeling the rain. Now that I'm under the umbrella space does not mean that it's not raining. It is raining. But what? I'm covered. That's the same thing that happens to your environment. So when we talk about total immersion and experiencing the fullness of the spirit, we're saying also that you carry something as a believer in you. You carry something. So that thing you carry should be a covering for you at all times and should be how your environment should be. So, though it's raining, but I have a covering which keeps me dry. Though the environment is gloomy, I have a covering which keeps me dry. So, if I want to experience what other people are experiencing outside, what do I do? I take up my umbrella. So, I now begin to experience the same thing that is making them gloomy and sad. But when I bring them under the umbrella that I am, what happens? They experience what I'm experiencing. So that's how you take charge of the environment where you are. But you yourself have to, first of all, determine that you be conscious of what you're carrying. Allow it to find expression. So when you step into a place, what you do is you begin to change the environment. How do you change that? You allow your own energy be stronger than the energy there. That's where we have the speaking in tongues. So you step into a place and it doesn't look like everybody's just there and just go to one spot. From that spot you are. You don't need to move around and touch everybody, say change, change, change. No. From that spot you are. You begin to generate energy. You begin to generate energy. Before you know it, the closest person to you mm, hits that one. That one just jumps out of his moodiness. They the next person it starts spreading around your office before you know anything everybody's alive and then what the Holy Ghost wants to do now begins to take shape your office your home anywhere you find yourself if I see any of my my, my, my kids looking gloomy and stuff like that I don't allow them to stay stay like that I always pull them closer what is wrong talk to me because I want them to get out of that state same thing with my wife if she's looking somehow 
she, she knows me. I never allow her to just stay gloomy. I, I push her out. I push her because the energy can change the atmosphere. And when your atmosphere is changed, it affects your productivity. It affects your output. It affects what you're receiving from the presence of God. And it affects what you're now giving out. It affects it. So understand that in experiencing the fullness of the Spirit, you have to deliberately change the atmosphere where you find yourself. Ephesians 5, 18 to 20, where we've been reading, it says, do not get drunk with wine. Where in his excess, King James Version. Amplified Version says it is wickedness, corruption, and stupidity. It says, but be filled with the Holy Spirit and constantly guided by him. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, offering praise by and singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. To the Lord. So the Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is here now. Glory to God. And He's here for. First of all, the Bible says, Jesus said he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness. And then he will lead us into all truth. You know, um, in the Old Testament, God, what they knew as the presence of God was God the Father. God the Father. And then in the New Testament, what they knew as the presence of God was Jesus. So Jesus was now leaving and said, I'm going away, but I will send you the Holy Spirit. I will send you a helper. I will send you a comforter. So the Holy Spirit is here. And he's here in you and I as believers. What the people of the world see is the expression of the Spirit that we carry. The presence of the Holy Ghost, the power of the Holy Ghost, he lives in us so we carry him about we go about we are carriers of the holy ghost so he lives within us so because he lives within us then he's here and then he functions through us he functions through us so you shouldn't live life without acknowledging his presence acknowledging his power Acknowledging his glory and then allowing him to function through you. I've given that example many times. He can function on your job. He can function on your business. He can function career, family, raising children, anything. He can function like that. He can guide you into all truth. There's a man called Abraham in Genesis. And the Bible says that God gave that man a promise. That he will be the father of many nations. I like to say that it took Abraham 25 years to receive what God has promised him. But it did not take God 25 years to give Abraham the promise. They're two different things. They're two different things. God gave a word to Abraham. Now, look at it this way. A baby. It takes how many months for a baby to form? Nine months to delivery. Okay, great. 
That is how long it took the mother to carry the baby to delivery. It did not take nine months for God to give a child. So, when we approach the presence of God and approach God for something and God gives you a word and it looks like it's taking long, sit down and think. It doesn't take God that long. It takes us that long. So, I give, that's why I'm giving the analogy with, with Abraham. God gave him a word. But it took him 25 years to receive that word and that word become manifestation. That's not how, it wasn't God that decided that it was going to take, was it God that decided that? No, it wasn't. You see someone say, ah, I've been trusting God for a child. Um, it's been 10 years and God made me go through 10 years so that I can learn. No, 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 no. God didn't make you go through 10 years. It took you 10 years to tap from God the miracle of the birth of a child. It didn't take, if you understand the difference, you will know how to position to receive from God. Why am I taking my time to explain this? Because for you to be able to maximize the relationship with the Holy Spirit, maximize the presence of the Holy Spirit, maximize that environment, that atmosphere where the Holy Ghost is, you need to understand how God operates, how the system in heaven operates. Because most of the time, what the Holy Spirit comes to do is it comes to do something. So when we don't see that thing, we think that there is a problem with God. No. 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 You, you need to understand what the Holy Spirit is here for. Let me turn to um, John. John chapter 14. From verse 16. It says, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him. That's the word again. Receive him. The world cannot receive him. Because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. That's Jesus talking. That's Jesus talking. So I will give you another advocate that will never leave you. That will always be there with you. At every point in time, he's there with you. He will lead you into all truth. Every kind of truth. What did the Bible say about Jesus? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. So when he leads you into truth, what he does is, is he reveals Jesus to you. He reveals Jesus to you. He makes you see Jesus. He makes you see him as everything. Jesus said he will not speak of himself, but he will speak of me. He will speak what he receives from the Father. He will not speak of himself. So when he reveals to you into the truth, he reveals you to the truth of Christ. So anytime you step into an environment, the truth of that environment is that the Holy Ghost is here. 
But when it looks like the Holy Ghost is not there, you engage him so that he will reveal the truth of that environment to you. You step into your workplace, in your office. It looks like, ah, um, someone called me one day and said, um, um, I think they were doing something in, in her office or something, maybe retrenchment or something like that. And then she was scared and, and disturbed. And I, asked, I said, have they given you a letter? No. HR called you? No. So what are you scared about? What happened? There was an energy in the environment that she had plugged into. That was not the truth. But she had plugged into it. And the longer you plug into an environment that is not yours, you become partaker of whatever it is happening in that environment. But when you yield to the Holy Ghost and allow the truth to be revealed to you concerning that situation and that area, what happens is that that truth that has been revealed to you becomes prevalent for you. It may not happen for everybody. Exodus chapter 8. It says that I will separate you. I will separate Goshen. Egypt may be going through anything, but I will separate. And the Bible calls the Holy Spirit our seal. He's the one that, that seals us with God. So he's our seal. So you and I have him so that we are separated. We are separated from the world. The things that happen in the world and to the people of the world should not happen to us. Why? Because we have him. The Holy Ghost is here. So the moment you realize that, it changes your experience. It changes the things that happen around you. It changes the atmosphere. It changes everything. You are conscious of it because you know the Holy Ghost is here. So when things are looking bad, when things are not looking too good and looking like things are falling apart, you engage him and say the Holy Ghost is here. Because when he shows up, Jesus said he will reveal the truth to you. And what is the truth? The truth of God's word is that you will be the head and not the tail. What is the truth? The truth of God's word is that you will be above only and not be beneath. What is the truth? The truth of God's word is that he has given you health and wholeness. What is the truth? But first you need to realize that he's here. So that's what he has come to do. That's what he has come to do. So we are not allowing the environment to dictate what happens to us. But we are by the Holy Ghost dictating the environment. Dictating what happens around. Dictating it. It may not go in the way you want it to go at that moment. It may not go in the way you want it to go that season. But you know and realize that in, in you lies the Holy Ghost. And that Holy Ghost will make the things work for you. It will make the things go in the direction that it's supposed to go. It will. The Holy Ghost is here. Turn your Bible to John chapter 15. John 15. Verse 26. It says, but I will send you the advocate, the spirit of truth. He will come to you from the Father and will testify all about me. 
That's Jesus speaking. He will testify all about me. And you must also testify about me because you have been with me from the beginning of my ministry. Look at John 16 from verse 1. So after Jesus had told them these things, he said, I have told you these things so that you won't abandon your faith. I've told you that I'm sending you the advocate. I've told you that I'm sending you the helper. I've told you that I'm sending you the comforter. So you won't abandon your faith. You won't say, get to a point and say, this thing is not working. So if you get to a roadblock and you say, oh, this thing is not working. It means you've not engaged the one that Jesus has sent. It says, so you won't abandon your faith. So Jesus knew that if he didn't send the Holy Ghost to them, what happened? They will abandon their faith. So when I hear stories of people who, who used to be believers but now are gone into all kinds of things and are no, longer, are no longer in the faith, what it means is that they've not engaged the Holy Ghost enough. Truth has not been revealed to them so they've abandoned their faith. They've abandoned their faith. Verse 2, look at what Jesus was telling them. He said, for you will be expelled from the synagogues. And the time is coming when those who kill you will think they are going, they are doing a holy service for God. I mean, what could be more scary than Jesus telling you about the, the bad things that will befall you? But before that, he said, the Holy Ghost is here. So you don't abandon your faith. Some things are going to happen to you that will look unpleasant. But before he told them all that, he told them the Holy Ghost is here. The Holy Ghost is here. Verse 3. He said, this is because they have never known the Father or me. Yes. I'm telling you these things now. So that when they happen, you will remember my warning. I didn't tell you earlier because I was going to be with you for a while longer. See, I didn't tell you that before because I'm here. But now that I'm going, the Holy Ghost is here. So Jesus was the comforter at that time. He was the one there. He was the one they ran to. If they had any problem, they ran to Jesus. If, they, if someone was blind somewhere, they looked for Jesus wherever he was and they wait for him. If Lazarus died, they will wait three days and on the fourth day when Jesus will come, before he will raise him. But he's saying, no, you don't have to wait any longer. The Holy Ghost is here. He said, I can tell you now boldly because I am going. But the one that is coming will help you, will be with you forever. I will not be here with you forever, but the one I'm sending will be with you forever. So I can tell you anything that will happen. I can tell you that they will try to kill you. I can tell you that they will take your job. I can tell you that people will cheat you. But the Holy Ghost is here. I can tell you that you wake up in the morning and don't feel like anything is happening and feel like the whole heaven is blocked and you can't access God and everything. But the Holy Ghost is here. Verse 5. He says, but now I am going away to the one who sent me. And no one of you, not one of you is asking where I'm going. Instead, you grieve because of what I've told you 
look at that. You're not asking me where I'm going. But you are grieving because of what I've told you. They were not even looking at the fact that, look, though he told us some things bad are going to happen to us, but he also told us that the Holy Ghost is here. So he's looking at them. Why are you grieving that I'm going? You should be happy that I'm going. And you should be happy, more happy because of where I'm going. That's what he said. You're not asking me where I'm going. Look at verse 7. He said, but in fact, it is best for you that I go away. Because if I don't, the advocate won't come. So sometimes we feel, oh, if Jesus was still on earth. No. If Jesus was still on earth, it wouldn't have been better for us. In all honesty. So Jesus is saying, the best thing that would happen to you as a believer is that I die and I go away. And the advocate comes. See, that's the best thing. It says, if I do go away, then I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. You know, I told you the other day that um, the, the, the thing that takes people to hell is not a sin committed or, or stuff like that. It's that they refuse to believe in the one that was sent, Jesus Christ. Look at verse 10. It says, righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. Judgment will come because the ruler of this world has already been judged. Verse 12, there is so much more I want to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. Now look at that. Jesus even told them that, look, there are many things I want to tell you, but you cannot bear it. So even if I don't tell you and you don't know it now, don't think that you've lost because Jesus has gone. No, you have gained because the Holy Ghost has come. Said even if I told you at that time, you won't be able to bear it. But when the spirit of truth will come, he will reveal. He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said, the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. So Jesus found a way to get across to us everything that he would have gotten across to us if he was here. But by the Holy Ghost. So everything is hidden in the Holy Ghost. That's why I started by telling you that the atmosphere, you find yourself you need to take charge of it at all times. You need to take charge of the atmosphere at all times, at every time. Never allow your atmosphere, the wrong atmosphere, to determine how you, how you live your life or your day. You take charge. You take charge. You take charge. You engage the presence of the Holy Ghost. You speak in tongues. You pray in the Spirit. You do that often. That's where the power is. That's where it lies. And the more you do it, the more you are exposed to the presence of God. He says he will tell you of the future. He will tell you. 
of the future. He will tell you things to come. He will reveal truths to you. He will open you up to divine realities. He will open you up to the things that you ought to know. But first you and I need to engage him. You need to engage him. You need to recognize that he's here. Say it out loud, the Holy Ghost is here. Say it out loud again, the Holy Ghost is here. Think about it. Your job, your business, your family, everywhere you step yourself, just the Holy Ghost is here. And take charge. That's what he wants you to do. That's why he's in you. He wants you to take charge of the environment that you are. He wants you to take charge of the space that you are. He says, wherever the sole of your feet shall tread, it will be for your possession. How will it be for your possession if you don't allow the Holy Ghost to take charge? It will be for your possession. So you allow him find expression. You allow him move through you. You recognize his presence. Recognize that he's there. Recognize that he's there. They couldn't do that in the Old Testament. They couldn't do that in Jesus' time. But now you and I have that presence. He will be with you forever. He will be with you forever. 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 Whatever the challenge, whatever the difficulty, you stand your ground and say the Holy Ghost will be with me forever. So you take charge of the atmosphere. I want you to leave this service today and this month, knowing without a shadow of doubt that there is nothing that comes against you that came to overcome you. At most, it came to reveal the Christ in you. You can't run from pressure. You can't run. You know, when you put pressure on a thing, it is what is inside that will come out. If I take a bottle of uh, um, a plastic coke or something and I squeeze it is the content that will come out so when pressure comes on you it's trying to reveal the Christ in you so you don't quit under it you allow Christ to come out so with the help of the Holy Ghost when pressure comes you know, there are certain things that will never ever 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 happen to you unless pressure comes never look at Joseph where did he discover the where did the, the, the interpretation of dream become what would lead him to the palace? It was in the prison. It was in the prison. If anybody had told him that it was prison he was going to manifest, he would rather not have gone to that prison. But that pressure was needed. We don't know the kind of pressure, but there was a pressure. But it now happened that it was the pressure of prison. So you don't know the kind of pressure that will come. But whatever the pressure comes, take it and say, this thing will reveal Christ. Because you know the Holy Ghost is here and it will be with you forever. So he's saying, he will tell you of the future. He will tell you things to come. He will guide you into all truth. I've done certain things. I felt that, ah, Lord was leading me to do this thing. And I started doing it. I started doing it. When I got somewhere, ah, I hit a brick wall. I said, ah, but God, I sensed you're the one leading me to do it. And then God began to tell me that the fact that you hit a brick wall does not mean that that's the end. You ask me. I'm the one that makes a way in the desert. You ask me. I'm the one that packed the Red Sea. You ask me. Moses, 
what should we do God go forward and they got they went forward and they encountered the Red Sea oh we are finished it's like God did not send us we are finished no 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 he's still the one that parts the Red Sea he's the one that knows the path under the sea where you can pass he's the one that knows so you realize every time the Holy Ghost is here. I am not without help. I have an advocate. I'm not without help. I have an advocate. I can never be stranded. Not because I know what to do. No, but because he knows what to do. All I need to do is ask him. I can never be without. Not because I have it all. No, but because he has it all. Why? The Holy Ghost is here. He's our key. He's, he's, he's our jackpot. He's our jackpot. Ultimate jackpot. As believers. Nothing at all that you are going through. Nothing at all. He has gone ahead of you. Planned it. Put people where they're supposed to be. Relationships here and there. For you to maximize. But most of the time. We feel that we cannot maximize those relationships. We feel that. Oh it may not be this. You'll be shocked. That everything you will ever need in the season that you are in right now is around you. You'll be shocked. Everything. Think of anything right now as you are seated that you are in need of. Just think about it. I can tell you one-on-one -on -one that it's around you. And by the time I sit with you and we analyze, you will see that it's around you. It's not far. It's not far at all. It's not far. Maybe just one phone call or just one text or just one email. But it's around you. It's just around you. But with the help of the Holy Ghost, He will reveal the truth that you're supposed to be enjoying that moment to you. He'll reveal it. But it starts by that relationship. Engaging yourself. Recognizing that He's here. He wants to find expression. That's His MO. He wants to find expression at all times and every time. He wants to find expression. He doesn't, he doesn't just want to be there. No. He wants to show off. He wants to show off. What did the Bible say? They say that we are the glory of God. We are the ones that God glory about. When God wants to show his majesty and show his glory and everything, he looks at us. So that the world will see Christ through us. The world will see Christ through us. The world will see Christ through us. Glory to God. So this month, this season, engage him like never before I don't expect that anybody here after this period you should be enjoying the Holy Ghost well and allowing him manifest in you without restriction without restriction anything at all I don't I, I don't I really don't know or care about the thing it's to me it's irrelevant because he's he that is from above, the Bible says, is above all. So if the one that is from above is in you, then it's above all. It's above all. It's above all. What did that scripture say we read in John? It said, because they did not believe in me. Because they did not believe in me. So they've not received me. They've not received what I've come to bring. So the Holy Ghost is here for something. So the reason is here, you and I need to engage Engage him in that reason. Every day. I told us last, last um, I think on Wednesday, 
that the reason you come to church and have church is because when you go out, tomorrow is Monday, you step out. The anointing and grace that has rested upon you today should find expression in your workplace. Should find expression in your home, in your family, in your environment. It should find expression. People should look around and notice that there's something different about you. That is church. That is, that's why I'm weary of people who come to church, come to have church because they just want to go somewhere on a Sunday morning. I don't need such people. No. That's not the essence why we're doing church. We're doing church so that when you come here on a Sunday, you go on a Monday, power is going with you. Power is going with you. You are talking to a client and the client can't understand you. He's just saying, you know what, just, just let me sign the thing. It's okay. Everything you said is okay. Because you don't have that time. Power is following you. Power. You sit down in a board meeting. We are trying to decide how this thing will work. Say, sir, give me two days. My team and I will deliver. You don't know, but by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, you know that you carry something. That's what happened to Daniel. He went back to his place and said, God, I've given my word. Now show up. Has to deliver. Why? Because I carry something. The Holy Ghost is here. So when he's here and he's in me, he should begin to find expression anywhere that I am. Anywhere that I go. I allow him to find expression. That's the essence of church. That's why we're here. So Monday, you'll be out. Tuesday, you'll be out. Wednesday, you come. The fire again. Thursday, you go. Friday, you go. Saturday, you go. What did Jesus say? He said, when I sent you out, did you lack anything? No. He said, the demons were just scattering. He said, yes. That is the essence of what I did on you. So each time we gather, Hebrews 10, 25, he says, do not forsake the assembly of yourself. That's where you generate power. When you hear the word of God, the atmosphere of worship, your faith is stirred and everything is rising up inside of you. Instructions are coming. You are writing them now. You are taking notes and everything. What is happening at that moment is that he's telling you of the future. As I'm talking, you are seeing things. An atmosphere is changing all around you. You are seeing things. You are catching a picture. Your eyes is open. Your ears are opening. Your heart is picturing something. That's the Holy Ghost showing you possibilities. Showing you what he wants to do. So that when you step out, faith is there for you to do it. Faith is there. And then when it looks like, oh, some problems are coming. You pick the message again. Listen and listen and listen. Faith rises up inside of you. Before you know it, you're having victories. You're having victories. And you live every day victorious. Some people think that, ah, no. Life is supposed to be sometimes good, sometimes bad. Hell no! 100% good. The part of the just is like a shining light. It shines bright and bright onto a perfect day. Perfect day. No dull day. Not one dull day. No dull moment. Not one dull moment. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is here. Because he's here. So you don't subject yourself to the environment. You determine the environment. You take charge of it. Regardless of what is going on. I don't care. Why? The Holy Ghost is here. The 
Holy Ghost is here. I remember a preacher. I had a preacher say, Lord, we have come here and we expect you to move. But you know, if you don't move, I will move you to move. Those are people that know their God. Yes, we have come to, to have church and we expect God to move. But if you don't move God, I will move you to move because I need you to move. That's someone that wants a change. Someone that wants something. Enough of indeliberate Christianity. You can't be living your life based on how things happen, how things didn't happen. No! You are on fire always. Whether you have little or much, whether you have abundance or much, you're on fire always. Always! It says, let your light never go down on the altar. Never go down. And you can't do that but by the help of the Holy Ghost. Yesterday, I was here. I sat down there. The workers were working yesterday evening. And I just sensed an atmosphere. I mean, I trust myself. I don't waste time. Immediately, I got into this place. I started blasting tongues and everything. I sensed an atmosphere that was trying to hinder the elevated service this morning. I didn't know what was going to happen. But I just sensed it sitting right there yesterday. So I came in here, pissed down this place, and I was blasting in tongues. And when I sense that the atmosphere has changed, and I realize that's how you do church. That's how you live. Devil will just come. Eh? Throw one headache. Oh, my head is aching me. Whatever kind of English you speak. Le candobo shatter. Get out now. You start from there. You start from there. Because you realize the Holy Ghost. He's not here to play and joke. No. He's here for action. He's here for something. He's a power. He's a force. He's a force. Yeah, we understand the Holy Ghost gentle spirit. If you know him. He's gra-gra. He doesn't take nonsense. He's gentle but he's a force and a power. A force and a power. This season, no more indeliberate Christianity. No more. Engage the Holy Ghost like you've never done before. You've never done before. You've never done before. Thank you, Father. Rise to your feet. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.